With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hello and welcome to the Elm Park Rolls podcast, supported by Blue Collar Street Food. Well, firstly, I want to talk about something else apart from the match. It was a fantastic win today at Cardiff City, a 2-1 win. But we started a Patreon page uh, yesterday, and for £3 a month, you can really support the page and help us develop and just show us maybe a little bit of love for the work we've done in the last four years as a whole team. Ah, it's just our coffee, isn't it? One coffee a month. So if you do, it'd be great. And if you don't, that is absolutely fine. I totally understand that. Not everyone wants to give us money. I get that completely. And also, if you're worried about us talking about this on every single episode going forward, you don't need to worry because I'm not going to carry to talk about this now. I'm going to move on to our glorious win today. And we are still top of the league. Why are we, Matt? Top of the league. Why are we, Eric? We're first. Ah, <laughs> oh, there's always a difficult one, isn't there? We're top of the league. Come on. <laughs> yeah, you see, that's just Eric, isn't he? He's always been difficult with me. <laughs> no, amazing. Three wins from three matches. Our best start since 1985. And yes, I am old enough to remember that season. And we've got 13 consecutive wins that season. And won the third division. That's League One to you younger fans. And we were just awesome. Absolutely awesome with Trevor Senior, Kevin Bremner, Ask your dad, he'll probably know about it, or your mum, gran, anyone like that. But what an incredible start to the season. I am so, I'm hyped. I am totally hyped, Eric, and why shouldn't I be hyped? No, exactly. I've, we, were, we were talking just before. You, when, we're, when we have the opportunity to get carried away, let's get carried away. I think there was a lot of um, doom and gloom in the summer because, you know, we, we changed managers with like a couple of weeks to go and, um, we changed chief executive and we lost a load of players. We didn't really sign that many players. And, um, and yeah, we couldn't have wished for a better start, could we? And we, we've actually, the, the thing that really encourages me is that in every single game, we've deserved the three points. It's not like we've fluked anything. We've actually outplayed the opposition in large parts. Um, we only conceded our first goal 85 minutes into to this game, which is our first um, goal we've conceded all season. So lots of positives. What is it about that Lee Tomlin? He must have something against us. He could have one leg, walk on the pitch. In the preview with the Cardiff fan, I said, just don't bring him on. Do not bring him on because he will definitely score against us. But I did also say he can have a goal if we win. I don't care. And for consecutive weeks, I predicted the correct score. I'm going to make the most of this, Matt, because this will not happen again this season. What do you make of our start to the season then? It's just... it's just so chalk and cheese to what we've seen in in previous years um and like like we said whilst we can you know why why don't we get carried away with it you know we've endured years of just the same turgid you know just awful rubbish like and it's just so so nice to see the team just playing with confidence that that's the best thing I think that I see in this team over the first three games here it's the confidence they're playing with you know, Mate is nutmegging two players after 60 minutes. You've got Elise running rings around players. 
Zari as well. He had a quieter game today, but, you know, he's shown us what he can do in the past, you know, and some, some of the passages of play have just been so good and so crisp. You know, it, it's, it's just a, it's a team completely transformed, seemingly. You know, like, yes, we're only three games in, but we can only judge on what we've seen, and what we've seen so far has just been fantastic. Yeah, I can't disagree with any of that. And I'd say, yeah, just all over the pitch. Defensively, we look solid. Midfield, we have ideas. There's a structure to it. Attack. And most, I think most impressive is different players have come in. Today, we had an injury crisis that NHS would have been rocked by if they could see any of them. But it's a kind of just so amazing to see players come in, like Tom Himes, young player, did really well when he came on. Just really encouraging signs all over the pitch, Eric. Yeah, I think so. You know, we, we all raised our eyebrows at the start of the game and said, we've got three centre-halves on the bench. What on earth are we, are we doing? So there's perhaps a, a little bit of concern there. But obviously, Tom Holmes came on at right-back, performed very well. McIntyre came on, played centre-mid, which I've never seen him do. Um, I think he might have missed a header for, for their goal, slightly. Um, otherwise, I think he did OK. Um, quite anonymous, but that's probably a good thing. Um, so, yeah, you'd say that... Um, Players coming in, stepping up. You know, in previous weeks, we've even had people like Aluko come on and, and look okay. So, fingers crossed the, the, the injury crisis isn't too bad. We've got a week to recover because we're not in the League Cup. So, we'll see who's fit and ready for next week. So, talking about the game now, we started off, I wouldn't say poorly. It just kind of slightly edged it for the first 15 minutes or so, didn't they, Matt? It was a kind of, they had pressure, but weren't really doing much with it. It, it was it was more they they were just keeping possession. I, like I'm not even sure if we touched the ball for about the first four minutes of the game or so. Um, but at the same point, they they had possession, but they just didn't do anything with it. You know, like at no point did they. I'm not even sure if they even had a shot. You know, they they just kept the ball. They kept the ball, got to the halfway line, moved back. Which I mean, it was strange watching a Cardiff team doing that because no, normally you know you'd be passing it to the centre back, lobbing it out to the to the forward to then try and knock knock down. But I mean, it was like. Even though they they had the ball, it wasn't really there wasn't really much pressure, you know. Like we bended really well, like put out any any time when they did come forward, and you know at no real point were we really thinking, oh, we've got lucky there, you know. It was just like yes, we had a slow start, but I mean it wasn't really it wasn't really anything to worry about. Yeah, I think that kind of like backs up what Eric was saying as well, because there's nothing lucky about our win so far, which is really nice because the end of last season we all remember that Charlton match, just hanging on, hanging on grimly with, yeah, I'm not going to go to the fullback place again, but it's a kind of, I just enjoy watching the team now and the spirit within the team grew throughout the first half and you can see that we're now finding our feet in the match and Lucas Jow, I could spend a whole day talking about Lucas Jow, I love Lucas Jow and Sean Morrison, there was a moment halfway through that first half when he just could not deal with him, he just pushed him away and a lovely bit of skill and a really good save from the Cardiff goalie. I mean, it just grew, didn't we, Eric? Yeah, I think almost the, the, the half-time whistle came at a bad time because we, we looked quite dominant towards the, the end of the first half. And, yeah, your chance with, with Joao when he just shrugged Morrison off, he, he must be horrible to play against. Um, and, yeah, I, I was almost a bit disappointed when I heard the half-time whistle because we, we were right on top. Um, but luckily, we, we, we came out the second half and, and carried on where we left off. Yeah, a fantastic start to the second half. I mean, that delivery from my player of the match for us would be uh, Michael Elise. What a, what a cross that is, Matt, and the header. 
Absolutely, absolutely. It's one thing obviously we, we, we've said time and time again, thing that at least they need to start doing this year, getting more in product. We know his qualities and my God, he's starting to perform. That that cross is, you know, he couldn't have put in a better cross, I don't think, you know, but it's a fantastic header from Morrison though as well. I mean, diving to the near post to loop it to the back post. I mean, it's a bloody hard header, but my God, how much power he got on that. It was past the keeper in a flash, but it's, 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 another, it's another set piece goal. You know, at, at the time of scoring, I think it w- was that the fourth of five goals, you know, that was set a, a set piece. You know, it's like, uh, like and Morrison, I think, even said after, after the game, it was something they'd, they'd worked on during the week and stuff. Mate had backed him to score at the weekend doing that routine as well. It's just like, for a team that I think over the past three, four years, we haven't, well, to say that we haven't been good at set plays, I think would be an understatement given how few we've scored you know, over the past past few years, and was it 200 games or something? It was it was some something ridiculous that we went without scoring a scoring a goal from a set piece? But they just look a different team this year, and it's just so so refreshing to just see stuff that is clearly worked on the training ground coming off. Mentality of the team is: if we get one goal, we want to get another one. Instead mm. of sitting back and waiting, and a second goal comes from just Josh Lauren just pushing through holding the ball as well, combined with the Jari on the left-hand side. And then Jao just... just Doing you know, Jao things. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, doing Jao things, didn't he, Eric? He just, just completely bosses that penalty area. Yeah, he just, he just showed the, the quality that he has got. You know, he's, when, when he's fit and he's firing, he's too good for the championship, I think. Um, it's just that, unfortunately, he seems to have quite a bad injury record. That's probably the only thing that's held him back. I don't know. I don't really know what it was like at Sheffield Wednesday. I seem to remember him being injured a little bit up there as well. But certainly for us, when he's playing and when he's <clears throat> on form like that, um, you know, Cardiff defence, they're, they're no mugs. And he just he just made that look easy, didn't he? That finish, just a little turn and a, and a goal, similar to the one he scored in, um, was it in the League Cup, where he had a little turn and a left foot finish. So lovely to see and long may it continue. Yeah, just he makes the whole team tick, as I've said so many times. But the injuries started to occur in this second half, didn't they? Our arena, with not really anything malicious in the tackle or anything, it looked like a bad injury. I feel really kind of sad for our arena because he's had to wait so long to get into the team. He looked absolutely fine at right back today. Mm-hmm. And he's found it hard to adjust, hasn't he, from Brazil, Matt? Yeah, but to be to be fair, he's only been been over since since the winter. He, oh well, um, obviously previous previous winter transfer window. You know, it's 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 hard to try and adjust. You know, to a whole different way of life almost. You know, moving from 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 Brazil. We you know we've seen it with with Puskas as well. You know how long it takes to for players to settle. Um, with what's gone on in the past, you know, year as well, it can't be easy, but. Pretty much since since coming in for for Yeardom, you know he has the odd part where he gets a gets a bit out of position and stuff. But I mean, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't really be too concerned with him at right back. You know, at the moment, it's just incredibly disappointing. You saw how upset he was going off. You know, because it, it, it wasn't a contact injury. It, it it was almost pretty much as he as as he got well, as as he was sprinting away. You, you could just see it from 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 the. Um, shot from behind the goal, he just starts pulling up, and I know some people saw him having ice on his knee in the week. 
don't know if it's related to that or not, but just hope obviously for, for him it's not not too long. But I know Panovic said it didn't look good after the game. Didn't look good even watching it on TV. His no. expression, like you're saying, Matt, did look, oh, this is a bad one. Mate also went off with what I think uh, Panovic just said after the match was just crap. How do you think he did, Eric, in his first match back, in a first league start this season, anyway? I think um, automatic match rating should be 10 out of 10, shouldn't it, for that nutmeg? <laughs> yes, it should be. <laughs> I don't think You're you right. can give him anything else after that. Yeah, no, that's so true. Yeah, one of the best things I've seen all season. That, that Mate, you know what you're going to get with him. He works hard. He wins headers. He scraps. He um, does a bunch of stepovers and falls over. You know that is that is Mate. But you know he tends to to to, to get colds as well. Um, I think he did okay. Uh, obviously, he hasn't played as much because he was suspended. So a bit of cramp, hopefully, and then he'll be he'll be in the side because by the sounds of things. Swift's injury might be might be the one that's a little bit worse. So I, I can imagine Mate playing quite a bit in the next uh, few months. Yeah, the Swift news doesn't sound good at all. Um, Jonathan Lowe broke the news during the match, which was a bit of a downer. I know why he did it. Obviously, it makes sense because people are watching and everything. But three months out, reportedly, with a hamstring injury that he's probably picked up in training. I can't see where else he would have got it. That's a big blow to us, isn't it, man? Yeah, yeah. Pat Panovic, I think, said after the game that it was um, just a routine drill he picked up in as well, which is just another just more teeth being kicked out, really, from it because it's just such an innocuous thing to thing to happen. You know, we know like like Zhao Swift's injury record is better last year, but you know he's had he's had his injury problems with us. Um, you know, most notably under Clement when he didn't really seem to string three games together without getting injured. Um, Gutting really because you know we we got a team that's starting to tick or players buying into the manager's philosophy and everything seems to be coming together and you know we lose we lose Swift for an innocuous training ground injury Zhao potentially for a shoulder injury Yidom Aruna you know it's it's just really frustrating it's happening at this time you know um, but. It, Fingers crossed they've obviously got got players that, that they'll be watching. You know, injuries will change the players they watch um, and um, obviously change plans. But it'll be interesting to see how it goes or how we work it going forward. Because obviously Mate did, did, did well on the wing today. I think, you know, I, I don't think our, our three behind the strike will change much. I don't think formation-wise will change, you know, because Elise was brilliant in the midfield, to be fair. He looks fantastic. and But it's just so unfortunate that these injuries are coming when we're playing the best you know we've played for years really the, the one thing you would say about Swift is um, you know he's not going to go anywhere on deadline day <laughs> now that he's in. <laughs> it's the one positive isn't it he just made them glass isn't he he just mm. seems to get pick up injuries from nothing I mean I, I feel sorry for him again like someone like Arena. I'm sure he wants to be out there on the pitch and everything and maybe he's been carrying injury that we don't know about but what is it with us with picking up these minor in kind of incidents and turning into a big injury? Aruna today, Jow today, and Swift. It's just, it's just sheer bad luck, or is that? I mean, there were injuries on the pitch, but the ones when you're picking up in training, I just find it a bit worrying. Eric. We seem to have seen this quite a lot recently. Yeah, it seems to be a trend last few years. I don't really know what you, you can't really put your finger on it. I'm sure the club are doing everything they can to try and prevent it as well, right? But it's, uh, Frustrating, and I think we we all had some concerns about the depth of the squad in the in the summer. We're now three games in, and already it's going to get tested. So 
fingers crossed we can maybe try and strengthen and hopefully this will push um, the powers that may be to strengthen because I, I definitely think we need it. Otherwise, we're down to playing playing kids pretty quickly, um, which, uh, which will be tough against tough opposition. Yeah, and our owner isn't normally shy of spending money, uh, let's be frank, but it's a different time, COVID world. I tried to get through an episode without mentioning it, but it's impossible, isn't it? <laughs> kind of, <laughs> it's not really viable at the moment. I don't know what we're going to... Kind of, we would look at the last 10, 15 minutes. I mean, when nine minutes came up on the board, I mean, what, what was that all about? I was, that made me just struggle even more. But we can see the latest goal from Tom Lehner kind of almost get it off the line for Inamoto. It wasn't lack of effort. It just sheer momentum took it in. But how were you feeling for those last 15 minutes in, in reality then, Matt? I was kind of nervous, but not too bad. I'm glad you were, because I was feeling horrible. <laughs> I know. It's, Maybe it's just hindsight yeah. with me. <laughs> I think I think the start of the um, added time calmed me down a bit because Puskas was like it, it was it was that section between is is that eighty nine minutes about ninety three minutes he, he he just slowly worked his way down the touchline further and further and further and further getting throwing after throwing after throwing and then ending in a corner it was like it was beautiful game management i mean if 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 it was against us i would be absolutely shouting my my head off at the tv but when it's when it's us doing it to someone else it's beautiful to watch <laughs> um it's what i was saying saying to um, my brother i was watching it with at the time just 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 go full man city just clock management start running it down to the corner tap it against the legs get a throw in because the way it was that's what i'd say it was well, no, well, 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 no, Neil, Neil, Neil Warner would just smash it clear and just tell his players just to go two foot no, into their the, knees. The behaviour there was very Warnock like, and I applaud it. I definitely oh, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> well, you'll totally right. would say is um, in previous seasons, you know, we, we might not hang on to that because we're mm. quite mentally fragile. So mm. the well, fact game management we, as well just hasn't been there in the past either, which was nice yeah, to see today. Exactly. The, the fact that we, we conceded in the 85th, you know, in previous seasons gone by, you're going, right. We're going to drop points here. So building that resiliency, building the mental strength to say, actually, we can ha hang on and grind it out because that was last nine minutes that, you know, we were hanging on a bit. Um, mm -hmm. I don't think it was ever, it wasn't super dangerous, but it was still not comfortable, like you both said. So a bit of mental toughness, which is, uh, which is good to see, right? It's, it's a good sign of a good side. No, definitely. And somebody didn't have much of an impact. So I thought they really would before the match was key for more. Uh, Morrison and Moore completely subdued him, really. I mean, he had some flicks and stuff. He's always going to get that. He's massive. But it's kind of great to see the defensive partnership coming together because for so many seasons now, we've had a completely unsettled pairing in the middle. And you need that for a proper team to succeed. And if we can keep those both fit, um, there's no reason to think that that won't happen. That will help us massively. But kind of Panovic has come in and he transformed the mentality of the whole club. We now actually enjoy watching football. Who would have thought that would be the case? Even in this weird world of watching on TV when we can't go, it's pleasurable, isn't it, Eric? And it's kind of, that's such a been, we've been missing that for so long. Yeah, I've been very pessimistic since back in the last season with lockdown and everything. Um, and then just seeing what happened in the summer, you're thinking new manager in, um, this is utterly depressing and then within three games he's got us all going actually we've got a really decent side we've got some good quality players 
Um, Elise has improved a lot. Uh, Omar Richards has improved a lot. Uh, Luca Zhao up front, you know, beating all comers. So not a lot of negatives other than the injuries. You know, most of the other stuff is, is all positive. And if we can get, um, like I said earlier, a few more signings across the line, you know, who knows? We, we might actually be a, a force to be reckoned with this season, which would be amazing. I think one of the big things is that everybody now knows their role in this team. They know exactly what they have to do. And I think one of the biggest benefactors there is Andy Rinomoto. He has just, last season, he wasn't quite at it for big spells of it. But for this season so far, I know it's ridiculously early three games. Yeah, I'm getting a little bit overexcited. It's just, he just looks like a transformed player, doesn't he, Matt? Yeah, yeah. And we can, we can see, well, well, I think we can pick out so many, so many different players. Um, likewise, like like Andy, who looks just completely transformed. But I mean, today he was all over the pitch. I think he's probably a player that will go under the radar today. But my God, the amount of the amount of um, tackles he made, interceptions, blocks. Um, saw it again um, last week when he made made that crucial block, which then led to a goal. Um, you know, he he just looks completely transformed. He, he I think he probably prefers playing in the position that, that, that he is at the moment because under under Gomez when he was probably playing his best he was in a in a two sitting midfield obviously then next to Lewis Baker he's now obviously next to Laurent who again looks completely at ease at this level you know it, it it can be hard for someone to come from League One to to the championship and hit the ground running but you know he's he's just absolutely he, he just looks so comfortable you know there's no other way you, you can really put it but I think it's just Eric said that obviously you know it's 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 well Panovic has changed the whole feel around the club. I think he's changed the feel within the dressing room because all the players just seem happier. You know you you see it on on um, Mate's Instagram on Zhao's Instagram. You know just the players just dancing with each other. You know it's just everything just seems happier. And yes, it's easy to say that when you've won three on the bounce, but it. it everything just feels different at the moment. And given where we were, you know, three, four weeks weeks ago, just questioning what on earth is happening with the club. It's just so nice that it's, it's just come to what we're seeing at the moment. You know, it's, yeah, it, it, it just couldn't be any different to the past few years. No, totally. <laughs> we're going to need to in the next few weeks before the transfer windows just into... Um, uh, October, we're going to have to make some deals, aren't we now? We're going to have to try and strengthen the team, Eric. There's multiple players that we need to get in positions, really. We don't know actual players, but yeah. which ones do you think we need to get in? Which positions most need strengthening now? I think um, if we could get Semedo in to, to cover centre mid, obviously McIntyre ended up there today, which is not, not a good sign. Yeah. Um, so another central midfielder. Um, I, I, I was really keen on on the fullback, but actually, obviously, Araruno's like performed quite quite well there. Um, apparently, Gibson can play left back, so I don't think fullback is is as urgent potentially. Um, so yeah, for me, centre mid, and if we can get Raquel May, you know, someone that can can make a difference on the other end of the pitch as well, gives us more options going forward. I know we're playing quite well going forward, but by all accounts, he's supposed to be, um, you know, quite a promising prospect. So. It'd be nice to get those two, Samedo and Rikelme. And then who knows if there's other players that haven't been mentioned or rumoured yet. We, we, we don't know. Things can happen quite quickly towards the end of the window. Yeah, the good thing is being top of the league, 
I love mentioning this thing. I'm not going to get tired of it. Is that it helps you attract players. It doesn't matter who you are. If you look at a team and you think, okay, I could go to somebody's seventh or eighth or top of the league and they've got momentum, you're going to be tempted, aren't you? It's just kind of, it's inevitable. And we are not known for paying poor wages. Let's be totally honest about that. <laughs> yes, yeah, boys. You know, we, well, I, I don't think we've struggled to attract players anyway in the past. But, you know, when, when, you're, when you're boasting top of the league and, you know, a dressing room as happy as it is, of course, it's going to attract people. You know, um, Gibson spoke incredibly highly of Panovic as well. You know, how much he helped pull him in. And from what, from what I've heard, Panovic seems to be very involved with negotiations with, with, with players and everything, which is pretty much what you want to see, really. You know, you want to see a manager, you know, Pulling, pulling in the players, pulling the strings on who comes in, who doesn't come in, you know, having the final say. So, um, so yeah, you know, it, all, all signs looks, looks good at the moment. We've just got to hope that, you know, we can actually get these deals over the line because, you know, the Raquelway one seems to be, it seems to be just bragging at deals for, you know, weeks now. Um, there's, whether it's being stopped, by the EFL, if there's stuff that still needs to be sorted on that front, who knows? But you know, let's just hope that we can get get a few deals over the over the lines. Like, like Eric said, if we can get if we can get Samedo, if we can get Raquel May, possibly get another midfielder and maybe another fullback. I don't know, but it will put us in a very or much better position than definitely. Yeah, totally. We're going to have a massive test though next week against Watford. Um, they picked up seven points from the first three games. You just look at the depth in their squad, uh, Eric. It just looks fantastic, doesn't it? Yeah, you you sort of look with, with almost envy, don't you? At Watford, they've just come down from the Premier League, so understandably their squad is going to be strong. And then even strengthening, you know, getting Glenn Murray in, for example, as a as a backup option. That's not a bad place to be at at, at this level. Um, that being said, you know we're at home. We have got the momentum, so we might be able to upset them. You never know. And and uh, we were sort of saying before uh, we got on the on on the recording that that's going to be the real litmus test. You know, if we can go and cause Watford troubles, then uh, we know that we're you know we're a really decent side. So fingers crossed for that. Do you think Matt is it going to be a fourth win on the trot, or do you think it may be the bus is slightly stopped? Well, Watford have only scored seven points. We've scored nine, so it's a slam dunk win, surely. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Yeah, no, it will be tough, though, won't it? Be really... oh, absolutely. You know, I think Eric's covered it already. You know, the the the, the depth that Watford has is just is just crazy. The fact they've still got players like Ishmael Assar, you know, still there is just crazy, really, at Championship level. Um, so, it, if if we can come away with the draw, I don't think anyone will be will be too too upset, you know, going into the international break after that, you know, coming out with with ten points, you know, probably still be, you know, top, top three, top four of that situation. I you know, we we, we were saying that, you know, if if after Panovic signed, if um, you know, we picked up ten points from the first five, everything, you know, everyone would be happy. So, you know, I mean if if we can get a draw, I'd be I'd be ecstatic to be fair. So um but at the same time We've won three on the bounce. Why can't we win four on the bounce? And we look dangerous. We generally exactly. look dangerous when we mm. get forward. Obviously, all this depends on Lucas Jow being fit and all these issues, but we don't know. So, if you do like watching this, by the way, on YouTube, it will be up now, the podcast, the full one. I'll be putting up tonight. So, probably in a few hours' time if you listen to it now. 
And I forgot to mention, and I'm going to go back to that Patreon again, and I feel a bit awkward about this because I said I wouldn't mention it. If you look at our pinned tweet on Twitter or if you look on Facebook, you'll find out more details of how to get enjoyed, enjoyed, involved with us. So thanks a lot, and uh, we'll be back on Friday with a preview with Matt Joy and a Watford fan that we've lined up. Cheers. <laughs>